Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well contain adult situations and language. So if you're a child, or if you just don't like that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. Uh, but also, keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Hello! And welcome to Helpful Goat Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist, a stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the kobold monk Squirm. Hey, everybody. Adam. Playing the half-elf paladin, Silver. Happy Thursday, everybody. Lena, playing the half-drow, Artificer Amelia. Hi. And TJ, playing the Yuan-Ti, at this point, <laughs> Wizard Lissandra. Why don't you come up to the lab and see what's on our slab? Also, that makes it sound like... like Lysandra mutated into a Yuanti at some point in the campaign. At this point. <laughs> or just moonlights as Dr. Frankenfurter. Right, yeah, that's it, I'm sure. Yeah, TJ's always something. Anyway, so let's jump into tonight's um, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Previously in Waterdeep, the gang found all the keys and progressed to the Vault of Dragon hidden somewhere beneath the Brandath family mausoleum. Getting there, they were attacked by a tree ant uh, who had awoken a couple trees around them, and inside, beneath a secret illusory wall, the group finally found the entrance to the Vault of Dragons. They presented the keys and entered. This underground area is very different than the mausoleum above. Um... The walls are finely wrought. Uh, the caverns are incredibly spacious. This is, first of all, dwarven made, but also something that has existed long before even Waterdeep. Uh, the group had stumbled on uh, one of the frescoes on this wall and was entirely enchanted by it, spending an entire 24 hours discussing the merit of this artwork um, until the sort of magical effect of this fresco faded from them. Um, they then made their way upstairs and were attacked promptly by a black oozing pudding of some sort. Now, having defeated that, you are in a sort of long hallway. Let me put you back there. There we go. You are in this longer hallway. Um, beautiful carvings, uh, mosaics uh, on the, the sort of western wall um, that is crumbling a bit onto the ground. And then three um, like 10 foot wide walkways that uh, overlook that first room um, 60 feet down. The walkways certainly are crumbling, though, um, as the incredibly ancient nature of this dungeon uh, is is evident. 
So everyone, looking now for the Vault of Dragons, where all this gold is hid, what would you like to do? Okay, guys, before we go any further, I just want to say, I know how demoralizing it was to have to fend off some walking trees immediately upon getting to this mausoleum, and then to waste, lose 24 hours arguing about that painting back there, and then to fight this ooze monster on so little rest. I know it sucks, but I say we look on the bright side of things. Squirm senses a speech. You're absolutely right. We beat off those trees, and I think we <laughs> all happened to have very genuinely interesting opinions about the painting. What was that thing that you said, Squirm, about the uh, chiaroscuro? The detail in the dappling of light was outstanding. Absolutely. I thought that was well observed. And beyond that, I have these other things to say that I think will lift all of our spirits. And I think it might just take another nine minutes. <laughs> nine minutes later. The worst part about this is that Squirm has conditioned Squirm to want bacon at this point. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and so with my inspiring leader feet, uh, you all have uh, eight temporary hit points. Once again... How many people does that work for? All of us. Six, right? So it's also the um, the familiars. I think we looked it up last time. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you, dear Silver. You're very welcome. Now, let's keep on going into these vaults. Okay. So, with that outstanding bit of uh, speechifying, um, <laughs> haven't been gone through, just to recap a couple things that I feel like Squ I think it was Squirm saw. It seemed like there were tracks that were further in. It wasn't going across the first bridge. Uh, right. Yes. And that pudding monster came from sort of the southwest corner of yes. this, right? Close um, to it, yeah. Or, I mean, just in that direction. Uh, and it was like even further down than the middle bridge. Yeah. It had oozed um, out of a large crack in the wall. So I'd probably want to go look in the area more where it was to see if, you know, do I like, obviously I can't insight check, but was it guarding something? Etc. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can head down there and give me a perception check if you'd like. Twelve. Yeah, with a twelve, um, you're able to sort of appreciate the artwork, though it's crumbling a bit. Um, and yeah, you you're looking at the sort of large crack in the wall out of which it sort of escaped, oozed, um, but it doesn't seem to go anywhere. Um, it, so it's not like a room behind there or anything. Um, and yeah, it, other than this, uh, you you sort of hear a, a bit of the walkways crumbling, even just with no one on them at the moment. Um, so that feels pretty precarious to you. Charming. Um, and that's, yeah, that's about it. So this middle one looks entirely fucked up. Yes, it is missing pieces in the middle of it. Yeah, it's also the one that hit Rive, or that something fell uh, from yes. and hit. Yes. yes, so don't feel great about that one. 
So, should we try to cross the bottom one? Well, it looks mostly stable, right? No. <laughs> if you're asking uh, the DM, no. Uh, I was asking Squirm. Per- perhaps I don't think a Miria per- either. Would quite perhaps care. we let Squirm go across first, uh, or perhaps we we let the uh, the creature who is not really all that concerned with treacherous falls and ravines go. Perhaps Bixa can have a look around first. Squirm already specified. Squirm goes first. Squirm goes first, then. Squirm jumps off of buildings. But the point about the flyers is useful. Off, 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 off you go. Small snake thing. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, um, Nixa... And Nix is flying across, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and Lysandra is actually, like, looking through Nix's eyes. She's sitting down kind of against the wall as this is happening. So I'm afraid Nixa does not have line of sight currently. Um, she has dark vision, though? Yes, insofar as she is a reskinned owl. That should do it for you. Beautiful. All right. So, um... I'm not sure how one flies cautiously in a narrow hallway, but I'm going to attempt to. Um, what well, is it's not actually a hallway. Even, yeah, it's not a hallway. It's it's, it's like a, a 60 foot drop bridge. off the side and another 20 feet okay. above you and like 10 feet on the other side of the bridge uh, of space. So OK, so um, it's more room. like it's yeah. like a rickety old thing. OK, yeah. Nix is going to um, sort of flap across. Uh, what am I seeing as I flap just sort of? Anything interesting? Yeah. As you get to about here, yeah, there's um, there's uh, a large iron door um, that appears shut and uh, very dusty right in front of you here. Is it uh, buckled you, like the other ones? No, 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 no. And you can kind of see uh, up above. So this is the southernmost of three um, walkways. And then the second walkway is you can see that there's a door um, of equal distance set into the wall up here as well. Okay, uh, so this is an iron door. Uh, does it appear yeah. locked? Um, like, is there a keyhole, I suppose, is is what I'm looking for. It doesn't appear locked to Nixa, no. Okay, um, just for fun, I'm going to flap over and check out the other door. What does that look like? Uh, very similar, yep. Are there any markings on it? There are none, no. Okay. Um, and then, can I get to the third door up here, or? You could fly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and same thing? Yes, exact same thing. All right. Do I happen to see any, like, trails of ooze along the wall, or, like? Uh, give um, me a perception check, yeah. All right. Uh, what's Lysandra's or Nixa's since I'm looking through her eyes? I think uh, it's Lysandra's. Nixa, I think. Nixa's? Yeah. Okay. It's more of a physical thing than a mental. Makes sense. Uh, since it has to rely on sight, I have advantage. 13. 13. You don't see any more kind of trails of ooze or, or everything just kind of looks dusty and... and uh, ill-maintained um, 
and, and as Nixa was flying, you got a little bit better view of this bridge um, as well. And it is the the underneath side of it is eroded as well and and falling down. So it's it's even a lot thinner than it looks like from the top. So caution is advised. Indeed. Okay. Um, but other than I'm that, yeah, just really strong stone dwarven make. Um, and that's about all you see. So um, as I'm sort of um, looking through Nyx's eyes, I'll sort of be um, uh, telling this out loud um, to whoever's around me. Um, if anyone wants Nyxa to go anywhere, um, let me know. But uh, I'll let the entire group know that this bridge is super treacherous. You might check the undersides of all of the bridges to see which of them might be the most stable if there's a difference. Uh, if Nixa does, is there any one that's more or less stable? Uh, I mean, besides the gigantic gap in the middle one, um, this this uh, southernmost one also has that um, underneath withering away sort of effect. Um, so at places, every one of them looks incredibly treacherous. Uh, okay, so um, Nixa will sort of flat back, I'll stop looking through her eyes and I'll look at the group. Uh, the bridges, yes, don't look terribly safe, but uh, I don't know. Um, we're going to have to try and see what's on the other side, I think. Oh, I guess we could just go home then. <laughs> Sword. Gold! I don't care about the gold, Lysandra. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Lysandra, ask Nixa, Nixa, was there anything on the other side of the bridge that we could tie a rope to? Did I see anything? Um, the, the sort of gigantic um, stone latch um, that's going across basically the entire door would make a really good anchor point for a, a rope. Uh, yes, actually, and I'll relay that. Um, I would suggest that uh, somebody who is uh, not terribly heavy take it across, she'll look at Squirm. Also, you don't seem to be affected by gravity as such. Uh, Squirm would point out that if we're going to be climbing a rope, it might be better to climb a rope? As in, go back to the first floor? Mm. So I am terrible with D&D maps, Andy. Is there a way to that um, Nixa like saw when she was flying over that we like could get there? Or does is this just like a chasm? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it, it goes down to that first floor that you were at last time. OK, yeah, I was going to say this is just this, this is the stuff that fell on like Rive when we were walking yeah. through earlier was detritus from these okay. walkways. So if we went back downstairs, we could just tie it to one of the doors and go and that way that way you all would be climbing up a wall, not having a rope lashed around you in case a bridge gave way, which would basically turn you into one of those desk toys. Except yep. you wouldn't bounce back. Yeah, the I mean, spine we might. We haven't tried. Uh, that's a lot of momentum. Yeah. So <laughs> I would, um, I would. That that seems like the safest plan because that bridge doesn't look fun. 
absolutely, I, I concur. Remember not to look at the mosaic. And it's beautiful, Chiaroscuro. <laughs> <laughs> How high up did you say this floor was from the bottom floor, Andy? 60 feet. So, with a 50-foot hempen rope, we might need a little bit more. We might need to, what, like tie two ropes together? Or... I mean, you could. The last 10 feet, yeah, you can work out however you need to. Yeah, we'll figure it out down there. Um, so, so, real quick, what's the plan? Is no one going across now to tie it up? You're going to Well, I think Squirm up. has to, right? I, I or Squirm's just, just going to climb up the, up the bottom. Does Nixa have hands? I got you. I'm just oh. going to ignore the hell out of the bridges, <laughs> walk up the wall, and tie the rope on. Oh, yeah, I forgot gotcha. that Squirm can do that. <laughs> I've already been up there. So yeah, you're yeah. saying we Perfect. came up here for no reason and then lost 24 hours? <laughs> I'm not it's saying such that. beautiful Charoscuro. <laughs> also, not no reason. Gold. You know what I mean, TJ. I do. Also, you pronounced chasm um, chasm. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, uh, which, like, this is coming from somebody who accidentally says Chevy Chase sometimes instead of Chevy Chase. <laughs> for which, <laughs> for which, for which Andy has given me the appropriate amount of shit. <laughs> Indeed. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm appropriately chastened. So, um, chastened. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I deserve that. Real quick, sorry, before everyone goes down, um, Lissandra, you might want to read that. Uh, sorry. No, you're good. There. Oh, uh, there is a wind coming to the wall, uh, coming from the wall next to me. On this side right here. Uh, I'm going to go investigate further. Uh, I am going to... Uh. Go ahead. Yeah, Lissandra, it doesn't... It, yeah, you don't even have to roll. You can tell um, with your observant feet that um, you sort of run your fingers uh, along a dusty line um, all, uh, uh, that outlines uh, a secret door. Ooh, I will point that out. Squirm knew that ooze came from somewhere. <laughs> uh, so if... Um, can I sort of investigate the door to see one, how it opens and two to see if there are any traps, please. Yeah. All right. You don't already see any, but could be they're really tough to see. 24, uh, 24. Uh, yeah. Nice. With the 24, um, you have no clue how to open this. It appears like, uh, besides gigantic brute force or the magic sort of password. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't even quite have a like a hinge on it. Gigantic brute force, you say? Yeah, Lathander's going to look and say, Silva, you're rather large, aren't you? Uh, w- w- would you be willing to... Squirm feels like the natural progression of that sentence was you calling him brutish. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're you're you'd be a perfect gentleman if you you would give this a little nudge. I I don't sense any danger, but uh, it's a little heavy for me. Yes, yes, all right. If that's what the group wants me to do, I will do it. 
So just for posterity's sake, I will step away. <laughs> Sounds good. No door can possibly resist my strength. So we're not counting gates as doors. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to open this door now. Love you. Love you too, Silver. Strength. Strength. Also, hi, Monty. Hey, Monty. Yes, please, Strength. Nice. Ooh, a 20. With a 20, um, Silver, you you slam your shoulder into it, um, and it, it, it doesn't move. Ah! And then you slam it into it again, and... <laughs> Uh, the door gives way just a little bit and then whoosh, just crashes onto the inside uh, of a room. Neat. Apparently, gates do not equal doors. Shut up. I'm exploring <laughs> this mysterious room. What do I see? You see. Uh, whoop. Whoop. If you want to see. Oh, sorry, Cassandra. There you go. <laughs> Um, Silver, uh, on the, on the far wall, um, from the entrance to this place, there's, um, a, a very thick, large, um, but low to the ground, uh, wooden shelf, uh, upon which are five copper urns. Copper urns? Yep. Those are the least valuable types of urns. Are they laid out in like a organized fashion or are they just like stored there does it look like uh they, they look yeah spaced out very nicely um so that there's some sort of kind of ritual to it um can i check to see if this is anything i recognize from like religious texts please yeah the extensive amount squirm had to read about that shit 18. 18 religion, yeah. So, Squirm, um, this is an incredibly old, uh, ancient dwarven custom of paying the way uh, to the to the other side, essentially, uh, after death. Um, it's not that each individual dwarf would have to pay their way, but if you put enough money uh, into these offerings and just keep it secret and safe, anyone who would to die in these dungeons would immediately get passage um, to the other side. So, good news, the urns are probably filled with money. Bad news, that money is there to ensure that anyone who dies in here, you know, doesn't wander in torment forever as an undead. Well, it's very probable we might die in here. I mean, the the floors, the paintings. I mean, death by kitsch is terrible, but I mean, we are just as likely. But did you see the modeling? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw. I, I did. Uh, she's going to shudder. Um, yes, but uh, one moment. Um, if I were to do an arcana check to see... If I feel any magic, is that possible, or would I have to actually cast detect magic? Uh, you you can look for like signs of magic, uh, or like runes, and uh, or or to know whether these things are often used in kind of magical rituals. Um, 
the the sort of DC to actually feel the magic is quite high, but you could try that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in particular, I'm just thinking of the glyph of warding that we already came across, but also mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, a twelve. You you don't believe that um, there's any practical magical use for this? It it seems pretty much religious um, rituals. With my religion check, do I feel like there's anything that I know of that happens if you like take the money away? Um, other than it's incredibly taboo and no one would dare to do that, you don't think there's any ill effect from it? <laughs> cool. I will specifically not be mentioning that. Okay. <laughs> And Lysandra, with her Arcana check, is probably going to start reaching for the jars anyway, and she'll go and grab one. Rude. All right. Um, you grab one. It has mostly as a test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you sort of take it off the shelf and look inside. It's filled with five rather large gemstones. Uh, she'll sort of um, pull them out and uh, roll them in her palm. Would you like to see what's in the other ones? Oh, I mean, they're each one is about the size of your palm. There are totally. Oh, we're, we're talking large gemstones. Okay. Yeah. So she'll heft one out and show it to the group. Oh, w- would you like to see what's in the other ones? Uh, and then underneath that is about two hundred um, copper pieces. Uh, this is making me nervous. Maybe we should just wait to take this treasure until we're, you know done in here. Just come back for it on the way out. Right? After we don't die? Squirm would like to point out that this money is offerings left by the dwarves who probably built this place to ensure that their souls could pass on to the other side, whereas the money we're looking for was taken by a corrupt politician. Squirm feels considerably less guilt about taking that money than this money. But taking this money does seem like a bit of a dick move. Also zombies. (laughs) Yes, but everyone who put this money here is already dead. And as long as we don't... Hence zombies. Right. Or did I... Did Swarm forget to mention that part? I'm just saying I'm not so much... Not wanting to take this treasure out of guilt. So much as supernatural fear... So as you're saying this, uh, Lysandra is tucking things into her robes. Uh, <laughs> what kind of things? Like gems and uh, anything just, she like, can quickly f- going through? Oh, so, so basically, um, she's she's trying to uh, like um, find a place to hold the gems and things like that. And she she's so, she'll sort of <laughs> say over her shoulder. I mean, if you don't want any part of it, I'll take it all. Weren't you supposed to be rich already? Yeah. No, she's not rich. She's more of a, a middle manager in Waterdeep. She acts rich, but her family's not as rich as mine. Just saying. Why are you so obsessed with money, Lysandra? Because she doesn't have as much of it as she'd like. Isn't that right? Thank you, Silva. That's very astute of you. Insensitive, but astute. Um, yes. Honestly, I'm... I, if I could be a noble rather than, how shall we say, somebody who has to serve a noble, the choice is very clear to me. 
Moreover, I have no qualms about taking money from the dead, as the dead probably have got to where they're going already. Yes, but Lysandra, if my understanding of what Squirm just explained is accurate, the money in those urns protects not only the people who put it there, but anybody within these vaults. So, if we want to benefit from the effects of said urns, we might want to wait and put that, and I'm going to point at whatever you put in your under your, your clothes or whatever, back for now. But if we're attacked and possibly killed, don't we want it on us so that we're insured passage? I'm not sure I understand the rules not of how this. the ritual works. Yes, maybe you should uh, listen to Squirm again. Squirm, explain the religious stuff. Lysandra's <laughs> gonna heave a sigh. <sighs> it's a ritual arrangement. Fine, I am familiar. She'll dump the uh, the stones and the money back into the uh, pots, uh, looking rather resentful, but she'll she'll put it all there. Squirm is going to incidentally, when you say that, uh, point at Nissa. No, that's a familiar. <laughs> Silver's gonna Silver's gonna like kind of lean his his head toward Lysandra's ear, and he's gonna say. I really think you should pay more attention when people are trying to teach you, Lysandra. I'm sorry, what? Uh, what did you say, Silver? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Let's go! <laughs> we'll come back for these urns and these treasures after we finish the main quest. What are you... Okay, that one at least vaguely makes sense. Well, we're on a quest, and it's our main quest. I... Right? <laughs> Certainly. All right. Um, for the purposes of brevity, um, we'll say that uh, you've certainly made it back downstairs. Um, and uh, Squirm, can you? Are you kind of going to the to the southernmost walkway there? Yeah. Okay. Um, then uh, you can walk that up and, and tie a rope, and then whoever wants to climb the rope, start giving me athletics checks. It seems like a waste, but uh, we have to climb 60 feet up, right? Yes. So how does the um, climbing potion that I have affect this? Let's see. Ooh, quite well. So I, I bought one of those um, climbing potions. Um, sorry, I don't have the Dungeon Master's Guide with me. No, no worries. Uh, yeah, potion of climbing. Uh, when you drink this... For an hour, um, you have advantage on athletics checks made to climb. Um, yeah. Do I feel like the duration would be shorter if I split the potion, or do I feel like it would just be a weaker potion? Uh, no, you think it would be about a yeah half an hour's worth. Uh, I will gladly split the potion with another person. Okay. Probably me, because yeah, I would expect yeah. Silver has pretty good athletics. Yeah. In fact, Silver might go up first. Does, is that something a tank should do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, if anything's waiting up there, yeah. And you can help pull us up, perhaps. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, if I go first, then if anybody struggles, I could I could help pull them up at the top. 
So should I go ahead and give an athletics roll? Please. Oof, duh. All right, well, nine. nine silver. Um, you uh, you start climbing, and you're like maybe ten feet up. Uh, when a little bit of the ledge above uh, where the rope is sort of um, uh, uh, the, the, the where it's leaning against to a certain extent just gives way a little bit um, and it, it drops you just a foot but it was enough to kind of freak you out and you just like let go just enough uh, to slide then all the way back down the rope uh, huh. the uh, what was that was that another ooze monster damn I oh, hate for the thing. love of god uh, oh Wait, um, uh, Rive, uh, next to you, on the floor, you're going to hear, um, as a, uh, <laughs> pair of slippers land. Put those on, Rive. I think that person, Lysandra, was going to give me some of her potion. That person literally put those on and you don't <laughs> care. Also kind of cold. Okay. Uh, I was going to just gonna look at you like, uh, Amelia. <laughs> that person, Lysandra. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia will put the slippers on. You now have the effect of spider climb. So I guess I'll just climb up that wall then. And Silver, give me another roll. 15. Do I get up this time? Yeah, you're able to start climbing up uh, and you're like feeling really, really good about it. And then Amelia just walks right next to you up the wall. Ugh. And by the time you get up there, Amelia and Squirm have uh, already been up there and they kind of help you uh, over the ledge just a little bit. Uh, And then it's Lysandra's turn. Good job, Silver. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm going to hork the slippers back down at Lysandra. Put those on. Uh, Lysandra will... uh, (laughs) Are are you making those noises up top? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Are you deflating? Sort of. You didn't mention these slippers back when we were making the rope plan. Squirm forgot. Ridiculous. Uh, they also are definitely not your color, Silva. They, they would make you look like you were dying of cirrhosis. And she's going to walk up the wall jauntily. I know they're not my color, Lysandra. My family deals in fashion. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Lysandra, you uh, you kind of make it. You're, you're all huddled around the door. Um, and I assume uh, then once you're up there, Silver, you lift up the... Uh, the the giant bar against the door um, and the door kind of swings open. It's a fuel-injected engine passing us on the highway? I was going to say it's one of those Basset Hound doors. It's many things. Many things. It is Legion. (laughs) Um, Does that happen? All right. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so you enter, um, you enter then another room. Um, this one uh, has uh, really ornate, uh, almost lifelike carvings of uh, dwarves on the inside of it. Don't look at the um, walls. <laughs> Squirm's actually going to call back. No, no, seriously. You two stay there for now. Uh, if we seem brainwashed, uh, help. 
hold on. Um, Nixa's, uh, or Lissandra's going to warg into uh, Nixa's body for a moment and uh, look um, at the surroundings. Uh, does it seem to have any effects? Uh, at, at the, like, the carvings on the wall at, and stuff? No, it has no effect. Yeah, like, okay. Um, I yeah, think pretty... it's safe. Yeah. Is there more of the Chiaroscuro? I don't think so. Hellfire. Yeah, these almost look like statues basically carved into the wall. Um, but this room is incredibly dusty and there are just just ancient cobwebs, uh, especially all over in kind of the back left corner up here. Uh, Where's the treasure? Do you see the treasure? Where's the treasure? It was back in the other room, but never mind. That wasn't the main treasure. That was the treasure we were seeing at the moment. Is there anything in the room? Uh, not really, unless you want to. You can't really see past the cobwebs, but other than that, it's just kind of an ornate carving everywhere. I'm doing an investigation. Cobwebs or spider webs? Cobwebs. Yeah. Okay. I fumbled my investigation check. Mm. Uh, Silver, you're pretty sure one of the statues kind of moved a little and then looked at you. Where are these statues? Uh, just carved into the wall all around. Ah. Surrounding you, in fact. Ah, uh, guys, I think this room is dangerous, just like that painting. <laughs> all rooms are dangerous. Maybe we should leave. Lissandra, Maybe you notice... Maybe we should leave everything. Uh, you notice um, one of the statues is holding a, a gigantic stone hammer, um, but it looks to you like the hammer is actually removable from the wall. Hmm. Incidentally, uh, with my slippers back on, uh-huh. I'm basically walking around the room, sweeping the dust off with my tail. Okay. Like some sort of yeah, no kobold yeah, zamboni. Yeah, you're, you're uh, moving inside the large cobwebs in the corner then too, and behind them you see um, a, a what looks to be a, a finely wrought and smoothed uh, stone anvil. There's a pretty picture of an anvil over here. And there's a dwarf with a large removable hammer over here. Is that an innuendo? Uh, I'm just going to give uh, the dwarf statue the once over and say, a little too spiderwebby for me, but he's all yours. And she's going to um, try and see if there's any uh, magic um, like surrounding the statue, particularly in the form of like glyphs um, of warding. Okay. Yeah, give me an arcana check. Be careful, these statues are alive. Uh, 22 for arcana. Um, you don't see any sort of magical runes, but there is a dwarven writing on the hammer. I do speak dwarfish. Can I read it? Then, yes, then you read it as, Let the hammer fall and the anvil ring. Lathander will sigh. Not big on subtlety, but here's what it says, and she'll recount that. Uh, does the hammer look hard to remove, or can I just, like, reach out and try and grab it? Uh, it, it takes a second to kind of uh, sort of wiggle the crust of, of time off of it, um, but once you do, the dust falls away, and it actually looks like a very nice, heavy war hammer as well. Uh, oh, like a like a weapon. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, 
Lysandra's going to turn and look at Silver. Silver, I, I am uh, not used to, uh, how shall we say, swinging these things. She's kind of going to um, limply try and hand it to Silver. Would you be willing to strike that anvil for me? She's going to hand you the hammer. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. He's scared of the walls. Oh, come now. If we die, those urns will grant us free passage to the afterlife. Doesn't that comfort you? Um, Squirm is pointing to where the anvil is. Silver will (laughs) slowly approach, but he's going to investigate the statues again to see if he sees the eyes move again. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Another fumble? It's going to be that kind of night. Not just did the eyes move, the head seemed to move. Okay, as soon as I see the head move, I attack it with the warhammer. All right. That's Uh, totally natural. Give me a strength check. A 10, all right. You slam the warhammer into it, uh, and it just, it, it rings your hands just numb. Um, it, it does nothing to the statue. Does he not know what an anvil is? Lissandra's going to step back a little bit and say, Dear Lord Silver, I didn't like the artist's vision either, but this place has seen enough hardship. Hit that, and she's going to point at the anvil. <laughs> I mean, in the in the midst of attacking, Silver will panic and try to hit the anvil. All right, yeah. Uh, you you just kind of swing wildly at the anvil, and you uh, but as soon as you you even just kind of graze the anvil uh, with it, and it it makes a, a almost a, almost like a gong like sound it's so perfectly tuned and the acoustics in this room are so amazing that it just and you feel amazing you feel invigorated each of you now has 10 temporary hit points does that stack of the ones from silver or does it replace them it would replace them okay Dumb. And does it include our um, my homunculus and the familiar? Yes, it does. Cool. Say this for the dwarves. They knew their arts. That was also incredibly loud, and you still hear it kind of echoing down the, the long caverns and halls of this place. Can uh, Okay, Silver is going <laughs> to investigate the statues one more time because he's still freaked out. Are these things alive? Okay, at disadvantage, you're too freaked out to really look hard at these. There you go. Disadvantage got you your best roll by a very wide margin. Yeah. Yeah. 11. um, You still probably believe that a couple of them are moving, though none of them are doing it at this moment. They seem to be Uh, at least leaving you alone. Is that all we had to do in this creepy room, Lissandra? Can we leave, please? I mean, uh, nothing else is happening. Like, no magic doors are opening up. Yeah. Nope. Nothing that you see or hear. Uh, yes, we we should probably check another one. Uh, incidentally, you should do that instead of talking at us in the morning. It was even more refreshing. Shut up. Where, is this the only door over here? 
It is. What is happening? So, back down then? Swarms. We could also just leave, and I bet I could buy you a sword. <laughs> Not the one Squirm was sent for. Yeah, Amelia, I don't know if, if he ever told you, but the sword he's looking for is a very particular sword specific to his backstory. He told me. Oh, okay, cool. Did he just walk across the wall to go over? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got spider. He's got spider walk boots. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Squirm, you are in front of another iron door. What would you like to do? So, y'all go and. Uh, Can well, we just is... speed run through going all the way back down and then all the way back up? We're or passing just walk the, across the wall, yeah, perhaps. We're yeah, passing the boots back oh. and forth, the slippers. Yeah, have Nixa just fly back and forth with the slippers. Yeah, I can totally do that. So let's okay. say we did that, and we're all on that side now. Incidentally, Lysandra would have checked the ledge to make sure it's safe for us to stand on. You're all v- huddled very close to the door over here, um, but this area seems fairly safe. Yeah, Awesome, awesome. Once I have my boots or my slippers back, I'm probably standing on the door or the door frame. <laughs> Just like, mm-mm-mm. Um, so take two. I suppose. All right. Oh, ye master of doors, but not gates. <laughs> you know what? That was a tough gate. None of us could open it. It wasn't just me. Do you remember? It was a hard gate. Squirm didn't try. Yes, well. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I opened the door. Easily. Yeah, you open the door. Um, another room about the same size. Um, ignore the giant S in the corner. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you see uh, you see four suits of rusted plate armor. Um, no helmets, all dwarven-sized. Um, about 20-foot-high ceilings again. Um, cobwebs all over everything, large amounts of dust. Um, and on the far wall, um, behind the suits of armor, uh, Lysandra, you can read in dwarvish runes. Mm-hmm. An inscription that says, A secret never before told will part Dumathoin's lips. Uh, do I know that name? Give me a history check. Okay. Incidentally, I am looking at the statues to see if I recognize any faces from history books as well. All right. Uh, 22 for history check. A 22. Um, yes. Dumathoin is the dwarven god of secrets. Is there a statue of him in this room, maybe? Um, or like, oh, there doesn't appear to be. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, and Amelia, you hear in your head. Oh, yes, I like this room. This was a good one. The stone likes this room. The stone likes secret rooms. Lysandra will tell everybody what it says in Dwarvish. A secret never before told. So it's a god of secrets, and the stone that's obsessed with secrets likes it. 
They were like made for each other. Right. So maybe the, can the stone tell a secret that's never before been told? I, I mean, I would assume that any of us could, so long as it's a true secret. Silva, we're waiting. Hey, no, you know what? I think I've told enough secrets in our time together. Plus, I'd have to think a little bit to come up with one. Doesn't anybody else have a secret? Amelia? I have lots of secrets. Okay, well. We're waiting. I have a secret, too. The stone has a secret, too. Would it like to share with its buddy, Dumathoin? Hmm. Only if Amelia says it out loud. It says only if I say it out loud. Would you oblige us, dear Amelia? Probably. So, I think, is the, Andy, is the stone waiting for Amelia to say a secret? Uh, it's, it's typing to her a secret that she's going to say out loud. It's typing. Oh. Yeah, it's typing. Cause it's it's really taking cool. a little bit for it to whisper, okay? I mean, <laughs> it, the stone is stone. super meta. It, yeah, the, I'm like, it's a, it's a stone, man. It doesn't get out that many, like, words per second. <laughs> sure. See, it tried to text. <laughs> and with its voice, it can't use speech to text. I can't, yeah. Whose secret is that stone? Oh, that's another secret. Tell me. Well, but I won't tell you until maybe later. Tell me. If you survive, say it out loud. That's my contribution. Tell me now. No. How do you torture a stone? Here's another secret. <laughs> That's not a secret. That's just a rude noise. Incidentally, you're the only one that can hear the stone, right? So we're just hearing yes. your side of the conversation, okay? This this argument seems to be rapidly devolving, though Squirm is having a hard time telling because it's just you talking, Writhe. That which I seek, the longevity of into perpetuity, is true. Is what? Is what? What? You cut out. You, you, you cut out. Did I actually cut out? <laughs> yeah, you yes. really, yeah, you did cut out. <laughs> Is true. Yeah. <laughs> Is true. <laughs> so Thank put, you. I, I already forget what the first part was. <laughs> can you say it all again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, you can leave out the okay. you can leave out the of. I'm sorry. I put an extra word in there. That makes more sense then. That which I seek, the longevity and to perpetuity, is true. That which I seek, the longevity and perpetuity? Into. Yeah, yes, Silva, we use our words. Perpetuity. Is true. As Amelia had said this, um, you now sort of look to the back of the room and there is a plain-looking wooden door all of a sudden. Something <gasps> you certainly didn't notice a moment ago. Dumathoin's got a slightly odd mouth. 
and uh, you could. Uh, so I'm gonna in. I guess investigate or arcana. Basically, I'm checking for traps, particularly of the magical kind. What do you want me to roll? Uh, investigation, please. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. You do not um, feel that this is trapped or locked. Also, in response to that, is like you've moved as the other two have moved forward. Squirm is going to sort of pad over to writhe. Well, that's good news. You'll be able to find it someday. The stone is refusing to tell me who told it. Well, look at it this way. It may not have kneecaps, but it looks kind of like a kneecap. Also, if you think about it, stones don't get out much, so it's probably not going to tell anyone else. Okay, okay, come on. I don't let's do care store. about other people knowing. Did you declare, is this a door? I said, what's through this door? Ah, okay. That makes Whee! more sense. Blackness. Oh, I would love that. Okay. I, yeah. I love how we're clipping through the walls. This is like a Bethesda <laughs> game. <laughs> no, because we haven't gotten stuck on an invisible rock. <laughs> right, yeah. All right. Uh, you come down uh, again an- another... 70, 80 feet down in into the depths uh, uh, the stairway goes and you come out into a, a hallway that goes right or left. So at this point, just for me to just to make sure I'm thinking about this right, we're yeah. about 20 feet under the ground floor. Yes, you believe so. Okay. And it's all been dilapidated and abandoned, right, Andy? Like... At least, like as far as we can tell, it's super dusty. Right. You you've seen no signs of recent activity at all. Yeah. And the crumbly nature of the whole structure makes you feel this is thousands of years old. Thoughts on right versus left. Uh, Nixa, would would you have a look for me, perhaps? Uh, left first, please. Um, which direction am I going left uh, so I'm working into Nixa again yeah and I'm flapping and looking what do I see uh, you Nixa sees it opens up into a um, uh, kind of a larger uh, area with with kind of gigantic alcoves um, set out from the main path um, there are also uh large stone pillars uh, that are holding up the ceiling. Uh, does the structural integrity look just as dubious as before? Uh, no, not quite. Actually, this looks pretty stable down here. Okay. Almost um, as if it, yeah, had been cleaned and repaired a bit. Like habitated? Perhaps. That's a, I will relay that to the group. Like, it looks cleaner down here, and it looks like it's almost better kept. Um, oh, good. Concerning. Maybe we should leave. No, all that means is that that was the most recently trod path, which makes sense wherever the Never Embers put their treasure, it's probably left. Actually, right? Nixa tries to go forward and can't anymore from here. Like, something is preventing your winged serpent from moving forward. Um, almost a, a, as if it's a wall that it just 
can't see almost. Okay, that is definitely something I would relate to the group. There seems to be an invisible wall of sorts that Nixa certainly can't get through. Um, So let's check it out. There's that. That's still there's that is before we do. Maybe we should try the other direction? Uh, fine. <laughs> Nixa, go. Go. Squirm's going to jump up onto uh, Silver Shoulders. Easy there, Squirm's trusty steed. <laughs> so Nixa can get to about here again before uh, that sort of invisible force field kind of hits hits Nixa again. So- Good news for us, Silver. That invisible force field in the cleaner area is on both sides. So we're going to encounter. But it does look, yeah, it does look to connect. You, you feel that the both sides, both ways, go into the same room, into the same hall, or the okay. same series of halls. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, if there was any one passage that looked like it had more cover, I'd say go to that direction. But if not. If Lissandra has not immediately suggested something at this point, after relating, there's also an invisible wall. Squirm is going to like place a bottle on the ground and spit it. Okay. Ooh. It, uh, Ooh. Yes. Go yeah. ahead and spin it. And Lissandra's going to place her hand over it. Are we playing spin the bottle? In a sense, it goes. Uh, it points left. Lissandra's going to start speaking in tongues for 10 minutes and cast Augury. Interesting. Okay. We're standing here for 10 minutes. (laughs) Squirm is literally just going to slowly pivot his head until he's facing Silver. Really? 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 What are you asking? uh, Like, which, what is your plan of action you want to know about? Um, is this direction the safest direction? And which way are you pointing? Uh, left. Okay. Or what? Actually, whichever way the bottle yeah. is spinning. So, um, basically, uh, I w- actually it on the left yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, how how do you read your augury? Um, or do you just kind of get a sense of it or yeah uh so basically what happens is i ask the question um i use the bottle basically as a tool since i don't have any dice or bones um oh so you're kind of uh so i receive a bottle is positioned you're so i receive an omen omen. yeah so i receive an omen from an otherworldly entity connected to my religion 100%. 100%. Yeah. So you read from the way the bottle has positioned um, and you casting your spell on it. You read um, both wheel and woe. Well, that was helpful. <laughs> so it is uh, both good and bad. <laughs> what did it what did it say? Uh, Lysandra is going to very confidently say this way is certainly the one that we're going and she's going to walk. Um, <laughs> what does right. what what does that mean? It, it means that I am not in tune enough with my deity in order to get an accurate answer. Well, shit. Maybe you should be more religious. <laughs> going to say, in my religion, the ones who have the gold make the rules, but 
I don't and, understand your obsession with gold. And I will say, Lafarge's actually looking at Amelia over her shoulder as she's saying this, because this is a really important issue to her. Um, tell me if I bump into anything. You do not, um, but Squirm does. Squirm, there's <sighs> seemingly kind of a wall in front of you that you can't see. Um, and Lysandra sort of moves right past it, it appears. If I move over, can I get into it? Um, no. Oddly enough. It, it, yeah. Don't like. You're standing now right in front of Lysandra, but she was able to move where you cannot. Can I move forward? You can. Squirm, just walk. Just walk forward. Pretty sure the dungeon is racist against dragons. I'm not leaving you on this side of the wall, assuming I can even get through. What if I put you in my body bag? I mean, you wouldn't be able to breathe, but it would be very brief. Silver, from behind you, you hear a voice. Oh, balls. Oh, I wasn't um, expecting anyone. And you look behind you when a dwarf of wearing gold and red, uh, holding up a, a staff um, that looks like a, a, an intertwined battle of a red dragon and a gold dragon. And he says, who are you? Wicked staff. I'm drawing my sword. We're the Troll Skull Gang. Who are you? Is that what we're calling ourselves? Oh, Lysandra's going to say, God, no. <laughs> At least in the episode descriptions, we are. <laughs> Did you hit your head when you opened that door? We'll talk about this later. Who are you? Oh, I am Baroque Clanghammer. Yes. There, there seems to be an issue with an invisible wall. Baroque clang hammer. Uh, Could you perhaps turn that off? Seems a little racist against dragons. I'm sorry about eh. that, yes. Eh. Can eh. you not turn it off? One moment, please. Uh, and he sort of tips his staff kind of sideways. Uh, and at that squirm, you're able to uh, move freely again. Uh, thank you. Again, wicked staff. Mm. You're welcome. Again, who are you and how long have you been down here? My name is Baruch Clang. Clang Hammer, yes, I yes. know. And I've been down here over a while. How long is a while? Oh, I can't remember. But a while. More than 24 hours? Yes. Longer than than a normal lifespan. Yes. How? How did you do that? Well, that's sort of just who I am. <laughs> could you please teach it to me or tell me or I could study you? I have to find the mm. secret to immortality, you see, and... I promise it won't hurt. He kind of wanders over to you and 
uh, he pokes at you slightly with his staff. Oh, well, I remember someone like you when I was young. Her name was... What was it? It was... Elevier, I believe. Very tall, very strange. Do yes. I know that name? I don't think so. But give me his um, history check. Is Divine Sense giving me anything on this person? No. I rolled a 14. A 14. Uh, you do not. Yeah, you've never heard of someone like this. Yes. Tall, strange, but about the immortality. Oh, I'm not. I'm not immortal. <laughs> oh, I'm silly! I'm just. I'm old. Oh. I'm gonna tap uh, the dwarf on the back. He very slowly turns around, and his eyes are wide at you. Yes. Snack. Oh, no, thank you. Mm. Some of the brothers in the monastery would lock themselves in the basement to meditate. They got a little weird after a while. That sounds like a strange thing to do. Squirm found that eating helped them recover themselves. Wasn't sure if you were hungry. I was a little bit ago. Um, may I ask, uh... Yes. How did you come to be here? Doesn't look like anybody's been in here, except for oh. us, uh, for a very long time. Mm, for a very long time, yes. Not since no Dagot was here. So you knew Dagot never ember. Yeah, we are friends of sorts, yes. And you are here on his behalf? So I'm just sort of going to cock her head. Yeah, he kind of starts to kind of waddle away. He says, oh, I got his treasures. As he walks away, um, can I, you can tell me if this is a nature or an arcana check. Do I yeah. feel like um, uh, he is like, do I feel like the staff is like what generated the field or do I feel like this person cast a spell that blocked off an entire area? Uh, good call. Yeah. Give me an arcana check. 14. Uh, it's a little hard to tell, but if you had to guess, it seemed like the staff itself. Okay. Does does he seem like he wants us to follow him? Doesn't want us to follow him? Doesn't really care? Uh, give me an insight check. Nine. Ah, uh, it's really hard to read this guy. Um, maybe yeah. Your best guess is he is just sort of lost in thought. Doesn't. I give an insight ready. check. Also of seventeen. Yeah. And and silver, you you can maybe kind of tell he he almost doesn't regard your presence as as much of a thing. He he seems already kind of lost in thought and on to thinking about something else. Um, and even Squirm, as you kind of approach him as he stopped, he's now his eyes are just kind of closed, almost like he's 
napping, <laughs> leaning against his staff. Uh, uh, Mr. Klanghammer? Uh, his eyes open, but one a little more quick, more quickly than the other. And he kind of says, yes. Uh, Squirm was wondering if you might have seen somewhere in this an item was stolen. Well, to be fair, most of the items here were stolen. A sword, a blade. Are you asking if Dagont Never Ember has weapons in his stores? One in particular. The Dragon Sun Blade. I know such a blade. I've seen it. But where have I seen it? Squirm is almost like vibrating. Lathandra's gonna put her hand on his shoulder just to kind of steady him. It's okay. He starts to kind of walk away again. That blade was stolen from the Diamond Heart Monastery. My master sent me to retrieve it. Is it that one? And he points to a gigantic pile of treasure. um, And sort of leaning up against the corner. uh, You see the blade that you believe um, you were looking for. Uh, as you step onto the uh, the gold, he very, very quickly um, has moved his staff in front of you and is just gently trying to guide you back from the treasure again. I... That treasure is Degault Never Embers. I don't believe you are he nor his vassals. Excuse for- me. This is not for you. Uh, That blade is the property of the Diamond Heart Monastery. It was stolen. And incidentally, the treasure was the property of Winterdeep as a whole. That, too, was gotten through ill means. Do you mean Waterdeep, Lissandra? Waterdeep, that one. Also, all of this is beside the point. Mr. Klanghammer, we do indeed happen to be here on behalf of Raynal Neverember himself. We are the Neverember family's vassals, so to speak. The boy, Neverember. The child. Oh, he's not a child, he's a man fully grown. It has been many years. Squirm is again going to hold up the like crackers and jerky again. Do you want a snack? You seem confused though oddly quick. No, I'm fine. Squirm's going to reach down and now hold out a bottle of alcohol. Eh? Eh? And he'll he'll take it very kind of in a shaky hand. Look at it. Oh, alcohol! Yes, new creatures. 
need such things as these. That's a good segue into Lathandra is basically peering around um, the room generally, trying to figure out okay. like anything she can from the setting. Like, is there anything uh, like in this person's possessions that say says anything about them? Um, like, are there any possessions to be seen for that matter? Or is it just a heaping pile of gold in a abandoned hall? Yeah, give me a perception check. 20, not now. Um, you're not exactly sure what to make of all this, but perception-wise, yeah, it's a gigantic pile of gold um, with a, a, a few items kind of rummaged around and thrown in. Um, the sword that's leaning against the side looks like it was maybe even put there more recently um, because it's it's kind of on top of the gold, but... I should have specified. I'm actually like looking for things that aren't the gold. Like, is there like a bedroom or a sleeping place for this person? Does he have anything like (laughs) decorating this area? Basically anything that would Uh, tell me something about it. No, you don't see any sort of living area, though. Again, no posters, no tchotchkes. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Although everything does look somewhat cleaned um, and maintained a bit. Is Baroque drinking any of that alcohol that Squirm handed him? Nope, he uh, hands it back to Squirm. All right. Well, as I was saying, Mr. Clanghammer... Clanghammer. The Never Embers... Okay, yes. The Never Embers sent us... (laughs) Sent us here to get the treasure, to secure it, because the Stone of Galore, which we have in our possession, has been the object of a lot of violence and gang warfare on the streets. So we're here on official business, and I'm a part of the Lord's Alliance and of the uh, House Moran, if that matters. Um, And, you know, so we're just here to get some of that treasure to secure it, and I hope that, you know, that will ultimately be okay with you. You brought the stone down here, did you? Oh, yes, we did. We Uh, sure did. The only thing in existence that uh, knows how and where this place is. Yes. Indeed, yes. yes. That's how we got here. If it were to be buried down here, no one at all could get the gold. Do you hear that, Stone? We're going to bury you if you don't tell me who told you that secret. I'm not quite sure that's what he meant, Amelia. Lissandra's kind of watching him warily. Um, What do you say? You are vassals of Neverember. Squirm prefers the word associates. Only vassals may touch the gold. On his behalf. Squirm does not care about the gold that Never Ember took from the city. Squirm cares about the sword that he took from Squirm's monastery. I don't know if it was Dagold that took the sword. I don't remember these things. Does it make it better to buy 
the products of a thief than to be a thief oneself? Doesn't it? That was rhetorical. No. <laughs> Andy, can I roll an insight check to see whether, like, so when Baroque said the thing about wanting to bury the stone, like, did his demeanor shift at all? Like, is he planning to do something that might endanger us because of his attitude insight. toward the stone? Yeah, give me an insight. A 12. 12. Um, you you felt a, a bit of a shudder of danger in his voice, but I mean, what's one old man going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but he did uh, ask a question um, that wasn't super answered. And what did was, he ask? Uh, are you vassals of Never Ember? We are, uh, in a sense, vassals of Never Ember, insofar as we were sent on this mission by him, and he's the one who gave us the information about the Stone of Galore. Dagon told you. Huh. Um, yeah, you know, the Never Embers told us, and um, here we are. How about so every single you... one of you give me a deception check, please? <laughs> Am I trying to be deceptive? In a way. Yeah, well, Silver definitely is. Because yeah. Kleinheimer said that only vassals can touch the treasure, which yeah. is why Silver's not doing the whole... I just didn't whole... think I was particularly involved in this. I was just trying to menace yeah. Also, your question was very honest, Amelia, to be fair. 100%. No, he he's looking around and judging each of you. Well, I rolled a nine, but I feel like that fits because I'm not actually trying to be deceptive. Yeah. Lysandra is also not attempting to uh, quite say what Silver is saying, but yeah, she's she's kind of looking him in the eyes like we have. Uh... <laughs> he's looking around at each of you, uh, and his eyes are wide, and he's you know gauging, and you can tell he's weighing each one of you uh, against all of this new information. And he looks at you, Amelia, and he says, Well, vassals then may do what they wish with the treasure. Okay. Ha, did, do I feel like you meant that? Okay, I'm he's rolling just, insight on that as well. I rolled a 22. He's just fucking off, I guess. <laughs> I rolled a 22. Do I feel like... like he meant that in a threatening way or he legitimately is just fine with us taking the treasure? It's a little difficult to tell, but um, you would guess that he seems on board. He seemed to believe you completely that you are now vassals. Incidentally, okay. there's like a heaping pile of stuff, right? Like What the fuck, Andy? Uh, as his form sort of begins to shake then and he kind of gets down on all four uh, hands and knees uh, his his body expands and grows um, you see first a flash of gold 
as the creature becomes a gigantic gold dragon in front of you. Uh... Please, vassals, why don't you take what you need? Uh, yes. Okay. Take what you need, friends. Uh, and I'm going to look at Squirm specifically. Indraconic? Squirm's going to be like, oh, yeah. hi, that explains a lot. Doesn't it, though? Can I take some of your blood? You said take what we need, and I need your blood because you're very long lived. So, uh, can I take some of your blood? That is quite the request. Will you take no gold? I won't take any gold. I can't speak for my companions. Could they still take gold? Of course, fill what you brought with you. And if you must prick my finger, and he holds out a gigantic claw toward you. I'm not sure that's a finger. So be it. All right. So Amelia's going to get out one of her hypodermic needles and take some of his blood. Give me an attack roll, please. What is that? Just like a strength? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll let you do dex if you want. Um, so like a, a dagger or something. Do I have proficiency with? I'll say yes. <laughs> My needle. For, okay. I feel like you should be yes, proficient yes. with needles. <laughs> yeah. So twenty-four. A twenty-four. Um. You're uh you're able to sort of jab it between a couple very large scales, uh, and you start to pull pull back on the plunger, and uh, a kind of um, white liquid uh, fills the needle, and he says, "That smarts a bit." Yes, needles are sharp. Take no gold, you. But take my blood instead. Gladly. And he sort of puts his long claw finger in his mouth and sucks on it a bit. Uh, and Squirm, yeah, you're able to walk up uh, to the sword leaning out against the, against the wall. We got the sword and we got the blood, so should we go? Squirm's hands are almost trembling as he's reaching out and he's going to swing the scabbard or off of his back mm-hmm. and reach out and try to slide the blade into the scabbard. Um, the It's a little odd because the sort of curve of the blade is incredibly distinct. Um, however, it fits inside your scabbard perfectly. Uh, drawing it back out. I've never actually seen the blade drawn. Um, Indeed. It, it, I, all I know is it was the dragon sun blade. Do I feel it's magical? Um, it, it's hard to tell. You're not quite attuned to such things. Um, 
it the best you can get is it feels it feels like it, it there's more to it than it seems um but it is it's a beautiful blade uh, as well it's it's um sort of a large like gold uh bubble in the in the hilt uh right um and then the pommel itself is shaped uh kind of like a silver dragon um and then one of the the sort of uh hand guards on the side is shaped like a bronze dragon and then you see a copper dragon sort of head on the other side um and then the blade itself has almost a slight movement to it the the metal as 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 if it were almost you're looking at kind of a mercury hard but still flowing almost at the same time so squirm is going to turn around and anyone who is looking in his direction and actually, I would probably say anyone who is looking in his direction will see something that they've never seen before as tears are streaming down his cheeks. I did it. I have kept my oath. The blade is returned. And then under my breath in Draconic, I'm just going like, I have fulfilled my oath. Cool. <laughs> Congratulations, cool. Squirm. Yeah. Uh, going to um, uh, raise her finger politely at the uh, gigantic golden dragon in front of her. Uh, excuse yes. me, my, my noble steward. Um, there is no need for pretense anymore. My name is Aranax. Aranax. Yes. Um, I was wondering, wondering, how did they get this treasure down here in the first place secretly? And would those means still be available? They brought a giant into this place. He was holding several bags and made many trips. Ah, I see. Well, would it be permissible if uh, we were to come back to claim the rest of the treasure for the city of Waterdeep as it belonged to the city itself? She's going to raise her eyebrow. No. Why do you say it belongs to the city and not never ember? Uh, she's going to uh, look around and TJ's totally forgetting his history. Lysandra wouldn't. Um, wasn't Nem never ember the uh, open lord of Waterdeep? Yes. Mm -hmm. Before um, the current one. Yes. Uh, for, well, he is the face of never or he is the face of Waterdeep, I suppose. He was the open lord at one point. She's going to look back up at the dragon. Yes, but this gold is not his own. Much like the blade, no. Lathandra is kind of like going to look at Squirm like, don't blow this for me, buddy. That is troubling to say the least yes but 
right, guys, as as the Never Ember's vassals, we are not particularly interested in the the details, the the intricacies of of what belongs to whom, right? We're just here to uh to get to get some of the treasure and to uh secure it. So I certainly don't give a shit about any of this. Yes, you've made that perfectly clear on numerous occasions, Amelia. I was green with you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So, Lissandra, is there any treasure that you want to take? She's going to gesture at the uh, pile and say, I mean, all of it must go eventually, but for the time being, Amelia, could I bother you to uh, help me with your bag? And uh, I'm not allowed to take any of the gold. Yes, I understand, which is why I'll be doing the putting in. Is that all right, Arnax? If you borrow the bag, that's fine, yes. If it is all right with Amelia, she'll look at um, you. I'm assuming you still have a hyperdermic needle full of glowing blood in your hand? Yes. Uh, If it's all right with you, Amelia. Are you allowed to give me back my body bag as soon as you've put gold in it? I'll look at the dragon. Uh, Am I? No, you take what you can carry. Uh, right. Uh, I don't feel like that was an answer, really. Do do I see anything particularly small, portable, and extremely valuable? Like, as in, not just pieces of gold. (laughs) There's a couple statues, um, with, um, that are sort of, um, made out of uh, gold and obsidian and gems. Um, one of them is a, a a dragon about as big as you in, in a statue form uh, that looks incredibly valuable. Okay, that doesn't qualify as my small and easy, easily portable. I meant <laughs> it's literally, something that like silver could carry pretty easily. Well, I also guess. could be put in the you. bag of holding. Yeah. I get that. I more meant yeah, yeah. if I was going fit. to grab yeah. some stuff, like yeah, yeah. Mm, you know. uh, yeah, give me an investigation check, Squirm. Ten. You you can find about um, four thousand gold pieces worth of kind of intricate things that you could probably carry very easily. Yep, those go in the buckets. All right, so about four thousand for you. And I'm going to scuttle back over here, and I'll I'll let other people talk before I do what I was going to do. Lissandra is looking really, really pleadingly at Amelia um, if she'll let her uh, take the bag. Uh, uh, Would it be all right to use your bag to carry the gold out, Amelia? But it's for bodies. And many bodies there will be to fill it up. That sounds weird. Never mind. Um... uh, uh, yes. Took um, it to a bad place. Uh, I mean, I, I promise to give it back in absolutely perfect condition. Or else I'll buy you another one. I mean, you know. I made this. I'll, 
I'll fund the materials and... Oh, please, Amelia, please. And she's going to, like, start, like, putting her hands together. Just please use your bag. First, explain to me why you care so much about gold. <sighs> she's going to sort of sigh. It's not the gold that I care about. It's it's a way out way out of the entire stupid tradition that my family has been ensconced in. For years they've been servants of the the people who run the city and nobody had has had the slightest ambition, the slightest idea that they could do more than just advise. They could they could truly make Waterdeep the place it should be. And she's going to start looking a little manic now. Um, like, it's not really a, a look you see in her eyes. D dial it back. Dial it back. <laughs> yeah, she's going to say, I'm sorry, it's just... I've devoted my entire life to serving the city and serving the, the goddess who resides there, Siamorph. I... I cannot say the same for my father, and he is currently the one who dictates our family's destiny. This central gesture to the pile of gold, this could change not just my fate, but it could change the fate of the city for the better. I don't care about the city but you can use my bag. Thank you, Amelia. Um, yeah, so uh, Lysandra... Remember, it has of, a weight limit. Yep, uh, it's yeah. like, what, 80 and pounds? And it's already... 500. 500? Okay. It's, it's already got... I never took the dead body parts of the um, stable dude out of it. Uh, if so it's got I... about 200 of stable master. If I had fished, or if you had fished the gold bars out of the bag, um, I probably would have asked you about that. Were I uh, were just keeping them for something? I'm just curious. The dead body parts? Yeah. No, I just don't know what the fuck to do with them, so I'm just carrying them around in my bag. Okay, that totally. I mean, that, to be that fair, from the it's also a, it's also a vacuum in there, so they're well yeah, they're not rotting. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, um, so Lysandra yeah. is going to cursorily look around for valuable, uh, the more valuable items, yeah. but I'm totally fine taking disadvantage on an investigation check because she is just going for it. Swarm would probably also, if you were given the bag, point out that statue. I would say that. That one had yeah. looked particularly valuable to me. Yeah, quite heavy. Uh, and, yeah, so... With a couple things pointed out and your passive investigation already, um, mm -hmm. you uh, can probably get about 10,000 gold pieces worth uh, in the back. Are there any magical items in the pile that I would have just kind of like, as I'm like shoving things in, it would have been like, that's like marked interestingly or something like that, or yeah. just um, gold? Right. Uh, nothing exactly that you see. Yeah. It's mostly just cool. Okay, cool, because I'm not, I, I will say, I, I am not looking hard, so. 
Right, and a couple of the items are seem more like art objects than anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, as long as they don't look like that stupid Dorvin painting, I will uh, fill the bag up. Uh, yeah. And Silver, do you would what would you like to be doing? Um. So, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Like, having grown up rich, Silver, like, isn't quite as driven or excited by treasure and honestly like from the moment that baroque turned into a dragon silver has just been like wide-eyed with his sword out but really just kind of like mesmerized more by the dragon than by the treasure so up to this point i would say that while lissandra has been kind of looking through the through the treasure and everything from a role play perspective silver would have mustered up the nerve to kind of like sidle up to the dragon and, and be like, um, in, in, and in draconic and he's practicing his draconic, which he learned as a child. He's going to say, um, you know, I grew up loving stories about dragons and I took five years of draconic when in my youth. And so I just want to say, it is a great honor to meet a real life gold dragon in the flesh and you're just really cool and big and I hope you don't kill us or anything. Are you going to kill us? Uh, do you... Uh, so how loud, how loud are you saying this? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it pretty softly like... But in Draconic. In Draconic. Yeah. The thing is, I I can speak draconic. Yeah. Um, So So you uh, might hear it unless you're distracted by treasure. Squirm definitely hears it. Squirm's right there. Yeah. 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 There's also probably a lot of clanking and rustling over by you. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that's why I asked how loud, because unless it's like booming, Lathandra's pretty busy. Nope, not that loud. Just kind of like, because he's in awe of the dragon and just like. Oh man! Wow! I respect the um, fleshy one who speaks the perfect tongue. I won't kill you today. Generous. Am I the am I the fleshy one? Squirm is going to tap his scales. Oh, yes, flesh versus scales. The perfect tongue. Was it really perfect? Because I haven't spoken it in quite a long time, and I, I you know, thought I might have gotten a bit rusty. I was, um, being polite. Uh, oh. Lazaro will call over. You, you, you did misconjugate a couple things, and then she'll go back to what she's doing. You didn't hear it. <laughs> it's gonna be a stickler. You, you, you did misconjugate a couple things, though. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, great. Lissandra, are you almost <laughs> done over over here? You've gotten everything that you want in your weird, gold-obsessed, manic state? She is looking so distraught that the bag will not hold anymore, and she's, like, almost, like, like in, insane. She's trying to push more stuff in. Uh, no, uh, just, just a few more minutes. I, I'm sure that... If you make my bag explode, you'll regret it. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, Yes, and she'll sort of... uh, Is there a drawstring on the bag? She'll pull the drawstring. Uh, Yes. yes. 
my, my apologies. Uh, carried away. Yes. Silver will look around to see if there's anything um, of note to him in the pile. Like uh-huh. anything that jumps out is interesting or particularly like pretty that, you know, that, that yeah. strikes curiosity. Please let there be a solid gold playbill for elves on parade. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. The original script. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Christ. Is that a one? 12. No, it's not a one. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I had that same moment. I'm like, like, we what? No, it's a 12. That would be wild. Three investigation fumbles in one night. Uh, Silver, um, you're looking around and you um, you don't really see anything too interesting. You're kind of, you know, just kind of wading through the gold just a little bit. Uh, and you do come across a, 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 a or, ornately carved box. Ooh. It kind of looks, it's different than everything else, at least. I'll open the box to see what's inside it. Um, a pungent smell uh, hits you in the face as an incredibly old cheese seems to be preserved inside this. <laughs> That's a decent second place. Oh, man. Ooh, does it smell good? It does. Quite. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Silver will get this big toothy smile on his face and look around at everybody. Guys, I found some cheese. That's cool. Yay. Do I smell that? Uh, yeah, everyone can kind of smell it. Uh, and the, the dragon immediately like whips around and comes over on the other side of you, Alessandra. Um, and then is now kind of peering over you looking at Silver. That... Oh is quite the find. So now you want a snack? Or... No, I don't eat that. And then he kind of like looks over and gobbles up a gem next to the pile of treasure and crunches it in his gigantic teeth. Hardcore. Lysandra squints uh, like in a little bit of pain as he does this. Like, <laughs> well, well, um, Aranax... What can you tell me about this cheese? What makes it such a find? Dwarves would find special things to milk deep in the mountain. Oh, that sounds suggestive. It is the milk of one of my brethren. Oh, 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 dragon cheese. Aren't we related to reptiles? Why do we lactate? Sometimes there are hybrids between what is Uh, dragon and other. Makes sense. Huh. All right. So if we're wrapping up the cheese shopping adventure, plus um, Lysandra just goes crazy with the bag of holding. Well, so, right, before body you get bag. the body pad, before you get to what you were going to do. So silver is and it's slash me like like silver might. After um, talking about the cheese, he might like offer to you know if you want to put anything for him to carry in his bag he 
would gladly do that. She will immediately start shoveling very heavy, large amounts of gold into your bag. Uh, There's a good boy. You're a strong one. Yes, yes. Um, That that was me, like, trying to get treasure, even though I couldn't find a way for Silver to roleplay wanting it. (laughs) I got you, yeah. You can fit another 6,000 gold pieces, Silver, on you. 6,000? Okay. Jesus, we don't need this much money. I'll start tucking coins into (laughs) the uh, the cracks in your armor. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have not made a dent in this pile. (laughs) Does Amelia see anything that could be related to immortality? Any treasure that looks immortal? Uh, Give me an investigation check. Diamonds are forever. (laughs) Diamonds are forever. 18. 18. I, I'm, you're looking through it, and while you see very valuable stuff, nothing, nothing seems quite like that. In this, it seems like Dagal was not interested in a lot of magical stuff. Um, it, he more just collecting as much wealth as possible. He was a crass, venal little man. Yeah. Cool. I'm just gonna start cleaning my nails with the hypodermic needle, waiting for everyone else. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, that's all I wanted to fit in Galway. If you wanted to go ahead and so if if people are looking like, and, and actually I would say that in character Squirm would wait. If people are yeah. looking like they're wrapping up and sort of like, all right, well we're loaded up, you know that sort of bags are up on the shoulders now. Yeah, uh, I mean Lathandra's looking forlornly at the pile. She will just stand there until you pull her away. So Squirm is actually going to kneel and hold the blade crosswise Aranax Justin Noble I Takarach of the Emerald Maw Last Scion named Squirm by my master in the Diamond Heart Monastery thank you for your justice in assisting us and in allowing me to fulfill my oath It is my desire to make right what I have done. And that includes being the stoic guardian of this treasure. You are more than welcome. It was a pleasure to meet such as you. Sandra, uh, uh, I was just are... trying to check to see if he had been playing us all along, but I am too distraught. <laughs> yep, your your mind is already on how do I get the gold out? <laughs> yeah. So Squirm is going to bow. Shall we go? Oh, and also incidentally, uh, because two of the party members also do, and the Aranax would know, uh, the name that he just gave himself in Draconic is one who could not be named. Okay. I would say that probably doesn't register with Lysandra now, but she would, um, she would note that later. Um, yeah, so right. Silver, Silver would say, one more thing, Aranax, uh, 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 I saw you eat one yes. of those, one of those gems. Could you eat gems. a set of keys for me? I suppose. Are they metal of some sort? I think so. And Silver will rummage through his things and take out Herve's keys. 
I just have a set of keys that I'd rather not have on me anymore. So if you could eat them and get, sort of get rid of the evidence, that would be fantastic. I will save it for later, yes. Okay, well, I'll just set them right here at the edge of the uh, treasure pile. Um, yeah, that's great. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. It is my honor. Guys, you don't think we're going to need Herb's keys again after this, do you? No. I'm going to set them down. I don't want them because if any officials were to discover them on my person... Moving might, along! They might suspect our involvement is all I'm saying. I mean, I'm still carrying around his dead body. So. Yeah, well, that is a bit more problematic, but that's your problem, not mine. All right, I'm just going to delete this oh. from my inventory. Now. Nah. Is it my problem? I'm not the one that killed him. Scrooge's going to look up. It's our problem. Lissandra's going to say, even more so than I thought at first, she can't fit anymore in. All right. If you would like, uh, you could make your way slowly out um, of the vault, being careful as you go, not looking at any frescoes that, you know, might be bad. I will say silver. You'll have to drag Lissandra out, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll drag it. That's fine. <laughs> Are you try? Are you resisting? Is this a no? She just seems like entranced. She's just wistful. Yeah, painfully um, wistful. Yeah. So you make your way back through the vault of dragons. Um, it's the crumbling of the stairway of the of the overhanging uh, walkways is is still going on, but you dodge everything and you make your way back out to the uh, mausoleum proper. Um, back into the the secret little hallway um, attached to the the bottom of the mausoleum. So we fought and set a tree on fire, and we could hear it getting attention, albeit that that was 24 hours plus ago. Squirm would suggest being careful. Um, Also, as we were walking out, do I feel any ability to, I don't know, Okay, metagame to attune to the sword, but yeah, uh, yeah. As you're walking out, um, it's it doesn't feel like something you need to attune to. You're you're not even sure necessarily if it's kind of exactly. You you would need more training for it to become a monk weapon, but you feel that uh, you can get that training certainly. Um, that's just going to take a little more time. What type of weapon is it? Right, right. If the sword is in your um, uh, is in the sh- in the scabbard, you can continue to kind of use it as a monk weapon plus one. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, cool. And then you think there are more abilities that they could unlock with more training. But for now, in the scabbard, uh, it just it makes the scabbard more yeah, efficient. It just, yeah, it just buffs everything for you. That's cool. Guys, we got the treasure and we didn't even have to fight anything for it. That is wild. Beautiful. I think actually maybe we should take a quick break here, go to the bathroom and just take a breather as you make your way uh, into the <laughs> mausoleum. No reason. Yeah, just... nothing is going to happen at all. We're yeah. fine. We, just... we did great. Great campaign, uh, you guys. Yeah. Great campaign. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> nice and neat right after this. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they laughing? We're in danger. 
(laughs) (laughs) Guys, send help. This has been Waterdeep Dragon Heist on Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main podcast feed, Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You can also learn more about our shared gaming projects at our website, HelpfulGoat.com. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at Helpful Goat, and find us on YouTube by searching for Helpful Goat Gaming. And if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. We are a small, independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.